You gotta run before you run, you gotta walk before you walk, you gotta crawl before you crawl, you gotta be born. Said I came as far, but can't go back. Tell me how you feel, cause I really need to know that. As does turn to dawn, I keep growing. Seeking knowledge, keep gnawing. Saying cheese without my teeth, Sean. That's right, I'm hot now. Headed to the top down. I got it on lockdown. Watch I hold my whole block down in Pock Town. Rolling up a dub. Standing cruising, those with my tunes. Got the West showing love. See my name on the bills and people showing up. To see me, shit is real, cause I ain't even old enough to buy a lot of tickets. But I guess my model didn't lie. People don't understand it till you really fly. Top five, dead or alive. Thinking I fit the five, but you gon' think I lie. Cause I ain't never hit my eyes. The ill minded, free will signing. World domination consignment. I call it. Where were we? The air purifiers. Cigar room. Ventilation. A cigar room would be, it would be sick. That shit would be vital. Yeah. Leather bound books. Leather bound books in the cigar room. I'm playing nothing but Roy Ayers in it. Damn. Wow. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Roy Ayers because me and Michael have been on a serious a serious kick. That's all we were, we were listening to Roy Ayers on the way over here. Isn't isn't he isn't He's he the great? one. He's, yeah, he his shit puts you in such a good mood. Right. I, I love Roy Ayers, man. I don't know anybody who doesn't. Unless they just don't know. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they exist. That's those people. Yeah. If you do I have nothing negative <laughs> to say about you. You know it. Because Roy Ayers would dislike me for saying something negative yeah. about you. That's real. That's super like, real. Yeah. I was about to say some like really just bad shit. Just do bad shit. <laughs> some some so. evil shit. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the, what the fuck? Now you, now you know. They know what to do. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day that I don't trust. Like, if you don't like soul jazz, that there's probably something <laughs> wrong with you as like a person. <laughs> Very much. I. I I never want to be around a person and hear some jazz and like, hey, can we play something else? I have. It, de- I have hey, it depends on the jazz. Yeah, that's real. <clears throat> jazz is so broad. Yeah. I'm not going to co-sign the whole thing. The good but, jazz. You know what I'm saying? The good jazz. There's, there's, that's dangerous, the, the second year. It gets crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, gets, it gets hectic sometimes. M- music, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes we could listen to a different jazz song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're in a legendary dugout. Pretty smoked the out. Smoke <laughs> the smoke out. Uh, right. <laughs> my name is Benny Greenheart. I'm surprised you remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me the Akuma. I don't know what it means, but it just sounds I, I was about to ask. No, I don't. <laughs> the Akuma. We got my partners in crime. We got the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Q Cold Blooded. Um, we got my brother. Um, the Titty Genie. Titty Genie. <laughs> titty Alchemist. Titty Alchemist. Yeah. I got my um I got my ten hours of anime in this year already, so I'm done. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That's how we doing? We're in and out. Always. Like the burger. <laughs> um <laughs> we got Fettuccine Franco. Yeah. Sauced up as always. As usual. You know what I'm saying? Big Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Alfredo. <laughs> 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 I like that big <laughs> big Alfredo. Oh shit, that's dope. And then we got a special guest. Um, I call him Panamera P. Um, wow. Or can I call you Project Peach? 
<laughs> a lot of people have been calling me DJ Paul recently, which I'm, I'm not mad at. Ooh. Uh, I like oh, that. Yeah. DJ PJ. I don't like when I first started, <laughs> man. When I first started DJing, when I was like a, a kid, uh, people would always call me DJ PJ, and I like hated it. it uh, yeah, I, that's it, my first time ever saying it, and the last. <laughs> it just I makes you feel mean. It just it sound it sound corny, but I I I I I was telling you before I I got so hung up on like like I need a name. What the fuck should my name be? No, it's and, like my my best homie. He just goes by Michael. Just goes by my, he's Michael Franco. It's his government name. You know what I'm saying? I'm, Sounds like he does. He paints good. houses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For the mob. For the mob. <laughs> yeah, paint, paint, a house painter is what's on my my tax forms. <laughs> That's the, the cover business. And we gotta uh, we gotta smooth some bumps out, San Franco. I only, <laughs> I only paint up. the inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we got we got Ill, we got Ill Temperament, Takashima Records. Yes. Congratulations, by the way. Um, yeah. is in order. Thank you. Spots I've ever been to. Though, yeah, like I, I felt like I was a fucking hitman from the '70s mm-hmm. meeting with the yakuza when I walked in. Okay. I felt like it was what somebody up? I was gonna walk past, so I shouldn't make eye contact with. Be like, just just mind your business. I just came in. I was like, yo, it's dark in here. I can't see shit. I'm yeah. here for business. Where's the yakuza? And I have on like this 1970s like silver suit. My chest showing. With David Ruffin glasses or something. Like, like, yo, we're here to talk business at Takashima. Upstairs only. Upstairs only. In, 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 the, in the lounge. Yeah, we, we don't go downstairs. We go upstairs. With the red light. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that shit, though, man. I love yeah. that space, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it still really blows my mind. Uh, I've just been like playing playing records and they're just like staring around being like, damn, this shit is this shit is real. Right. For people who don't know, like explain, like talk about your so, involvement with Takashima. Uh so Takashima Records is a it's a vinyl uh, cocktail lounge. It's a, a, a Japanese uh like uh traditional jazz bar. Uh so in Japan they have a lot of what's called the jazz keyses or like jazz cafes. Uh post World War Two. Uh there was a lot of cats that popped up. That would have, like, like, really extensive jazz record collections in these bars, Sweet. and it'd just be like, like one cat with like a crazy, crazy hi-fi system, uh, and like every single Blue Note record ever, every single Impulse record ever, like insert whatever label, uh, just like making drinks and playing records. Uh, so we wanted to 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 bring that concept back uh, to St. Louis and kind of put our own spin on it. Uh, I think something something that I I'm really fascinated by it is that uh like all these Japanese bars like it's it's a it's a, a really Japanese bar concept but all the Japanese bars are playing American music mm-hmm. like yeah. like a lot of these cats uh are playing predominantly like like American jazz blues and soul mm-hmm. so it's like a like lot in Japan like the real yeah yeah in, in these jazz pieces right and it's a lot of uh a lot of Black American music that uh. A lot of the cats are from here, and like it, the stuff that we used to hear. Well, well, and just like that. like like artists like like jazz and blues and soul artists from St. Louis or from from the Midwest or yeah. from mm-hmm. from this area. So it, it's really cool to be able to to bring that concept here and then be able to play stuff from here and really celebrate music from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also, uh, as along with the bar, we also have a uh, a record 
uh, pressing label where we repress like old uh, St. Louis soul and jazz uh, as well as uh, music from from all over the world. Um, but for now, our focus is uh, a lot of uh, St. Louis jazz and soul. Yeah, I can't wait to go back and eat um, eggplant like the esteemed gorgeous black man I am <coughs> in Takashima Records. <laughs> It, it was it was it booming. The, like the, the night I, I visited, it, it was they were sold out because they they was popping. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't. I slept. I, I got there too late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't get no eggplant. They had something with like a bunch of tomatoes on it, but I, I the, can't the, eat the caprese. That's okay, just, that's fine. Yeah, I, I can't eat tomatoes like alone. I'm that guy. Like you know what I mean? Like it has. <laughs> I have to have some type of bread <laughs> with the tomato or something. It's like. I don't know. She showed me. A, I forgot the waitress name. I feel bad. I forgot her name. But um, like she was super nice. But she was just like explaining like every dish, and basically telling me like, "Hey, this is what the fuck you missed out on." But I'm glad you know what it is. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, thanks." You know what I'm saying? Lol. I'm like, "Yo, she was dope." Like, I plan on sick. trying as much as possible. Yeah. Please, please, please come back. I heard your mix like for the uh, for the spot. And I gotta say, man, I was I was highly impressed. It was smoother than Curtis Mayfield and Kanye. Like, <laughs> oh, the mix, the, the mix on the website. Yeah, yeah. So every, every month we on the third Thursday we put out uh, mixes like showcasing different uh, DJs from around St. Louis and around the around the world. Uh, but thank thank you. There, yeah, there, sure. There's some Curtis on there. Oh, for, oh yeah, it was. That's the yeah. song. The song now now you're gone. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Has like the wildest, wildest drum intro. I forgot which DJ mix I was listening to on there besides yours, but he was playing like some fly ass 90s shit, like early 90s. I want to say it was like, I think he played some shit off like Juice soundtrack. Um, who the fuck was that, man? Yeah. Damn. It might have been crucial. I think it was crucial. Because Cru- crucial was telling me he got into DJing from when he seen Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause um, he like saw I remember when I saw the uh, name. Like, oh, he's legendary. <laughs> Man, it, it, it's it's crazy. So my my role in Takashima is I'm the I'm the music director. So I, I uh, me and Michael uh, cataloged all the records that are there, and they're all in a searchable database, and they're all labeled uh, with mm. a bunch of information about them, like the the title, the artist, the uh, album that it or the the label that it came out, the release year, uh, the sort character. Uh, but so I'm in charge of all that. And then I also do all the booking and it's been really, uh, really humbling to get cats like Crucial and Agile One and Nico Marie mm-hmm. and people that I like really, really have looked up to. And it, it's, it's incredibly humbling to have them in the space and like doing mixes and shit like that is a, tr- a trip. Totally fucks me up. Right. I just love that. Like the atmosphere, <coughs> like like when, once I, I came in, like it was like a music dream, just seeing like all the vinyl, just all wall, like it was fucking me up. I'm like, damn, it's like, beautiful. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck. And then I'm hearing stuff like Lucini by Camp Low, and I never thought I'd come to a spot in St. Louis where I know for a fact if I wanted to, I can hear we got the jazz by Tribe, and just be high as shit and talking to my records and like, yo, I'm about to have a good ass night. I think it's it's a beautiful thing because of uh, how this this space uh, is and how the space is ran, that uh, 
we really have the ability to like as DJs play a lot of stuff that you couldn't normally play and have it hit. Mm-hmm. Like I walked in the other night and uh, Agile One was playing uh, some Nino, some Nina Simone, mm-hmm. and it was just like uh, it was it, it like fucked me up. I was just like, oh shit, this is this is beautiful. Right. Th- there's like a bar full of people that are like super super cap- captivated by this Nina Simone record, just like watching Agile One play the shit. Like having a great a great time. I heard Green Eyes by Erica Badu. Like I never thought I'd hear that in a bar. Like shout out to Nico. I heard. And for real. She played the for real in my mind vinyl too. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like... I had my mind blown. I was there and Franco played it was the Smokey Robinson joint, the um Devil in a New Dress. Um, oh yeah. Sample. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, dang, what's the what's the name of the song? Will you still love me tomorrow? Yes. Mm. Oh my god. Off of the Smokey album. And it's like when you hear it, you know what you're hearing. Like, if you love the song as much as I do, like mm-hmm. the sample was just like Right. It was it was it was just as beautiful. Uh, I was in love. So yeah, I went home and I listened to that song five times in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then the upstairs is just on some player shit. It's like super <laughs> just some player shit up there, man. I, f- I feel like it's it's not VIP, but it's VIP. Yo, it's it's crazy. I, I I've been there a lot since it opened. I've been DJing up there and eating up there at the bar, but mm-hmm. I'm always sitting like right by the DJ booth. I've never I had never sat up there. Mm-hmm. Until Friday night. Is that the spot to be? And it was popping, and I was sitting in the booth right by the neon light, and oh. that shit was like a movie. It was, <laughs> right, <laughs> it was no, like, like, people like, be saying that, but for real, it was like no, it does. Damn, there's like special guest like DJ it. down there, like crushing forty fives. <laughs> like, like if we there's this red ass light, so every picture I take looks amazing. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? You go up there, you look like fucking Cottonmouth from Luke Cage, just feel. looking down on shit. When you're when you're up like, there, the, it's the steps. The other crazy <laughs> thing is is that the speakers are pointed like right at you. Okay. So when you're down on the main level at the bar, they they're above, above you, right? and yeah, you, yeah. they still hit. You know what I'm saying? But when you're upstairs, it's different. It's oh. it's pretty crazy, and it was loud on Friday. It was I it was popping. It was really cool. The only thing missing is if y'all had like. Akira playing on a 24 hour loop. So, uh, <laughs> and, and just on a wall somewhere is like, okay. We're gonna we're gonna get a protector in the future. So. I'm having all Godzilla movies. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla. I love your Godzilla artwork. That Dog. shit cracks me up. He's though. so excited in every picture. <laughs> Godzilla is so excited. He is. <laughs> I, I, that's half the reason I go to parlor sometimes. It's the flyer, man. He Franco. I used to Franco I used to be it. creative with the parlor flyers, uh, and I got burnt out. I was just, I started gigging there too much. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can't be doing no fucking four or five flyers a month for this shit every Thursday, you every Friday. <laughs> so now I just steal some crazy art from some old comic book and use the same Helvetica. It's like a yeah. template, you know what I'm saying? And my, my Takashima yeah, art is the exact same thing, except mm-hmm. for I moved that my name from the top left to the bottom left. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it I made it Godzilla holding okay, a record. Okay. And so work smarter, not harder. Once once you start digging, you can't you can't stop making content <laughs> to tell people that you DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you just gotta get work work smart, not hard like you said. It's mm-hmm. sweet. Important. I, I like how like vinyl is like the thing now again. Yeah. When it it really never left. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, I stopped. No, you good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weed going around. I, I, I had to tell, tell myself no. I, I, like, it wasn't I, you, it was me. 
<laughs> I'm not struggling, but it's just like, yo, like, what the fuck was you talking about? It's a marathon, like, baby. Like, it's like, yeah. And there he is. Like, <laughs> See? Right on top. These cats is magic, dog. We just, we just like weed. I got to smoke a blunt with uh, the singer from Jesus on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big snitching. And he... Cut that out. First round, cut that out. Because that is... Big snitching. Big snitching. He's like, uh, you know, we can talk about whatever within reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, cut that out. Uh, I got to smoke a blunt with him. And he he's from Louisiana. <laughs> and he... Uh, he had a thick ass Louisiana accent. He was like, "Damn, y'all smoke big blunts down here." And I was like, "No, we just, I just, I just personally really like weed." Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> took all the credit. <laughs> no, see, he took all credit from City. He said, "No, no, not St. Louis, just said, Peach." No, fuck these, fuck these people. It's, it's me, baby. <laughs> Upholding the culture single handedly. I respect it because you got me high as shit. So uh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I know it's coming. Because we were just like, hey, I was like, I'm not high. Yeah, no, that's now, where you fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. You be, yeah, you fucked up. Man. We, were finishing, we were finishing the first one, and you're like, man, I haven't been high for days. I'm still not high. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. If I was to say that right now, I would be lying. <laughs> I am definitely high. Yes. Thanks to the St. Louis Ambassador PJ. Without him, this is not possible. You know what I'm saying? True story. I just like weed a lot. He's like, I'm just trying to celebrate music from St. Louis and around the world and get people stoned as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that is a great vision and a great, great dream. Actually, not even a dream. You're doing it. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's a reality. It is real. Like, damn. I can't get over, like, the vinyl shit, man. <laughs> on the wall, that shit was nuts. yeah. So so everything uh, everything on the walls, like I was saying, is in uh, me and Michael put it all in a, a searchable database, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> from from that, uh, it took a really really long time. It was a time. lot, uh, and we both. Uh, I was working, uh, running a tattoo shop at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and Michael works for Square, and uh, we were both working full time, and then like in all of our free time, cataloging all of our records. Uh, so we made a database of everything, and then off the database, my homie Alex uh, made like an InDesign program that read the information in the spreadsheet and like designed labels from it, like po- populated oh, the information from labels. Yeah. So it kind of automated the whole process. So we didn't have to make like six thousand labels. Like it, he just like clicked a button and it like read six thousand cells on a spreadsheet and like loaded it into labels. Mm. Uh, and then like some of them would have errors and stuff and he would have to go in and like fix them but so we printed them all out and then me and Michael sleeved and labeled all the records Uh, and then me and Michael and my my chick uh, moved them all in and alphabetized them all so behind the bar there's probably like 10,000 records Uh, and then in the DJ booth there's like two, three thousand records uh, and they're separate, alphabetized, uh, and the DJ booth is like all all of our favorite uh, stuff right now, and then a lot of like it's the fire, like certified classics, mm-hmm. like there's like every Teddy Pendergrass record, and like every Miles Davis <laughs> record, and every Eric Badu record, and stuff like that. It's not uh, every Miles, man. 
It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's. But right, it is every Bill Withers record. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and every Gil Scott record. Uh, yeah. Ooh, but so much. so the cool the cool part about it all being in a database too is that uh, I can give that to DJs ahead of time. So like before Nico DJ, yeah, I give her the database and she give me a list of probably like seventy records, and mm-hmm. I, I pulled them for her and she had them, and it's a cool opportunity to. Uh, to get people that DJ or like different creatives or artists like uh, if y'all ever want to do a night, uh, oh, do we? <laughs> that uh, what like that are they're passionate about music and have been influenced by music and uh, could could make a, like a really a really captivating performance, but that wouldn't necessarily have the records to do it. Um, mm-hmm. That we can kind of provide them with the tools to to be like, well, we we have these records, and then uh, like the other night. Uh, last Friday, we had our first uh, touring band, uh, Duran Jones and the Indication, who's on Coal Mines Records. Uh, they're on like Coal Mine Records and Dead Oceans. They're on two labels, uh, but they're they're a really awesome newer soul band. And they uh, they had a performance at the Delmar Hall, and then afterwards they uh, they did a set at the bar. Uh, and it's it's a really cool opportunity to uh, to kind of see artists that you like in a different setting. And I, I really want to try to start pulling uh, a lot of different different acts uh, and like different historical musicians that like wouldn't necessarily be doing a DJ gig, but kind of like help them facilitate it. Mm-hmm. Like something I've been thinking about a lot recently is uh, getting cats. Like, figure a lot of older cats might not want to DJ, but they could like get me and Michael to like like kind of kind of direct us. So like get like one of the Isleys or some shit like that to be like. I, these are the records I want you to want you guys to pull for the evening, and then they could tell yeah. us like the order to play them, and just like stand in the cut and be like. And I then think you can, Ron Osley live in St. Louis. I know that's 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 the one, the one I'm like really really that's scheming, bu- scheming on list. right now. And and Michael McDonald because he's from uh, he's from Ferguson, St. Louis, and I think I think yeah. that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> when I learned he was from Ferguson, I was like, he there there's so many white dudes that look like that from Ferguson <laughs> <laughs> that, that I've seen. I was like, oh damn, he's. He's big from St. Louis. He actually works at the Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I've seen six Michael McDonald's today. Yeah, man, he sold me tiles. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Michael McDonald. Yeah, no, big shout out Tuck to Michael pointing McDonald's. expert. I like how the, it sounds like the vinyl sounds, too, because that's big, underrated. And that, so in that space, I was just hearing, like, yo, this shit is crisp. And that 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 space. So we have uh, we have some Alltech Valencias, or those two big speakers on the on the shelf behind the bar, mm-hmm. uh, and they're from the '60s. And then uh, these two cats, Mitch and Ted, uh, did all the woodwork uh, for the bar. They go by Studio Super Dope is the the name of their uh, firm, and uh, they they built all the shelves and the bar, and they also built uh, the tweeters that are on top of the speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this this, uh, this cat Jay did all the speakers for this space. Uh, so there's speakers throughout the ceiling and in the mezzanine and in the lobby and in the bathrooms and in the kitchen. So like everywhere you go in this space, you can hear it. But it, it's, tu- it's 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 tuned in a way. Yeah, it's a trip, man. Uh, but it's tuned in a way that when you walk through the space, it doesn't really. It's not like a dramatic like left right split. Yeah. Like it just sounds like really really full. Right. It's a it's yeah, it it's, it's, it's wild, yeah. and so be, because of that, I mean, you, you could, you can play like I was playing some, uh, fucking, I don't remember what I was gonna say, uh, uh, like you you could you could play some some Miles Davis or some shit like that, 
and have like the average bar patron be really captivated by it in a way mm-hmm. that I don't think like like mm-hmm. if you're playing some shit like that at parlor, somebody would walk in and be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, <laughs> but but you yeah. can like like, and it, and and it really works like like all directions. Like I've been playing a lot of old old blues, um, and it's it's just cool to to get those records heard and to 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 be able to to play them for an audience and have have people appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Very appreciate it. Yeah, because I, I that the vinyl part is like it's just like an aesthetic for me. Just I, we just, I had a we had another podcast. We was just strictly music, and I was talking about like uh the um, like back then we had to actually like buy vinyl, mm-hmm. and then you couldn't listen to it in the car. So it was just like a Bruh. long ride yeah. home to, to actually like then get back to the house, play it on the fucking like vinyl player that you had back in the day, and then like you let's let's say like Janet Jackson's Control or something, and like. Somebody heard that record for like the first time. They're like, "What the fuck is this shit? Like, this is great." Yeah. But they couldn't tell nobody about it except the people in the household. So like now, if I like, hey, I like the little baby album, I'll text it like you immediately, can, you can send, and hundred people your will person, know my yeah. opinion. Like, right yeah. in there. you have to come over and check this shit out. Man. Right, like right. you have to actually sit or with get the lucky music. and hear it on the right. radio. Get lucky and hear it on the radio. Yeah, you have to actually sit with the music and be able to shit. take it in. Like, but now you can share it. Like through the phone, so, so I can literally so easily critique. I can actually do live tweet the album. <laughs> I'll, I'll be at the record store. Like I was at I was at a record store earlier today, and I was like listening to records on my phone to see if I wanted to buy them, mm. which is like a funny, but it, 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 it's <laughs> no, it's cool. Like I think real. I think the the ability to uh, figure before if you liked an artist, you really had to hunt, and then you had and no you, idea if it was and, whack, and, and try to try to find all their <laughs> records. But now you can like. Like if you get into Roy Ayers, you can go and listen to like a whole day of Roy Ayers, and you you will have like got hip. You know. <laughs> Do you find a lot of records that you can't find online? Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm a I'm a nut, uh, so I I, <laughs> you I see everything. I, so you dig? I, I, yeah, I I look for records in a lot of different ways. Okay. Like I'll I'll dig in person, and then also uh, I I I personally like import a lot of Japanese music, uh-huh. which is and and uh, a lot of Jamaican music, and that's just some shit that's not gonna be in St. Louis. Right. Like, regardless of how much I, I go to record stores and dig, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to find Japanese. Re- I, might, I might find a few Japanese records in St. Louis, but, like, it's a lot easier to find ways to import them. But I I, I, I go through waves. Like, I'll uh, I'll buy a lot of records from record stores. I fuck with Discogs a lot, which is, like, mm-hmm. a, it's like the record eBay, basically. Like, if there's any record you want, you can go on there and, like, look at all the different versions, and there'll be a bunch of different... Once for sale, and you can figure out like what's the best deal and like different uh, different editions and shit like that. Sounds like um, it's then, a problem. Yeah. And then like <laughs> Takashima got me messed up right now. And then like uh, I fuck with eBay a lot. Like there's different there's a few different sellers that I really like that'll just like do uh, every week. They'll put up like a lot of records for mm-hmm. like they'll start at a certain price and then it'll just last for a week. So it's a, it's an opportunity that you can get like some. Some crazy rare shit, or again, just shit that like, uh, like digging in St. Louis. I never saw any Gil Scott records, and then once I started fucking with eBay, really, right? I would. uh, I would know. I've never done so. It's and it's just some some shit that's like kind of a little hard to find. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once I started fucking with eBay, uh, I got pretty much every Gil Scott record for myself, and then for Michael as well, and then for our homie Jordan. Uh, but I just go through waves. I have a problem. Uh, like, <laughs> I, uh, 
I'll go through rabbit holes of like getting into like a different musician or label or producer or like di- different parts of a record and then like what's the rabbit hole now still Roy uh, well that's Michael's rabbit hole right now is Roy okay. Ayers I've been really on this cat Charles Earland who's like a like a, a soul jazz guy uh, I bought a few of his records today plays the organ he's so mm. good yeah he's, he's fire <laughs> I'll check that out uh, yeah there's a record that he he's on a pyramid on the cover that's super super fire I'm gonna look it up and you already got the record, or you like found them online? No, I, I I've been I think I have almost all his records at this point. Okay. And, and a lot of like uh, when you get into like a lot of kind of weirdo jazz like that, uh, it doesn't cost that much. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like that is some shit that you can go to like a record store here and find for like five or six dollars. But it's cool because uh, the my my new hustle that I'm trying to get into now is a. Uh, Finding someone in Japan who wants uh, American American shit like shit, and, and then yeah. I can then I can trade it because what what me and Michael were talking about is that uh, I feel like like I I go to Japan to to buy Japanese records and Japanese people come here to buy American records. So if we can send the records instead yeah. of sending ourselves, way way easier. How many times have you been in Japan? Twice. Oh. Uh, the first time I went like two years ago for a month with. Uh, my homie and boss at the time, Sean Baltzell, uh, mm-hmm. who owns Tower Classic and is part of Takashima as well and Parlor. Parlor, right. Um, but me and him went to Japan so he could uh, do tattoo stuff and so I could dig for records. And we stayed for a month. And our homie Kimmy, uh, who has a, I have a friend in Japan who has a hardcore punk label, uh, who mm. c- he collects uh, Memphis and Texas rap as well. And I'm really into Memphis oh, and Texas shit. rap. Uh, so I, I send him a lot of Memphis and Texas like rap tapes and CDs and records. Uh, but while we were in Japan, uh, the first time he uh, he took us to a bunch of jazz bars and was like, "Hey, y'all should open a jazz bar." Uh, and so so we did. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, life flex, life flex. <laughs> and uh, he's he's uh, part of our label as well. And he uh, we have a, a record coming out soon. Uh, our first record. Uh, that is a repress of Oliver Sane's On the Hill, and it's backed with a song called St. Louis Breakdown. Uh, and Oliver Sane was a, a producer from, from St. Louis who had a, a studio uh, on the north side called Archway Studios, uh, and we're just excited to get to showcase him. But the, the homie Kimmy did the, the translations for the, the cover of the record. Um, oh, sweet. I don't know Japan. Cause like, I, yeah, I didn't know the, the way you thing. collect vinyl is the way I collect anime. Man, so. <laughs> the, it, it's the coolest place in the world. Uh, and like any hobby you have, there's like cats there that are doing it to like the the utmost, the utmost right. with like yeah. the the most care and passion, and like it's crazy. And as far as record collecting goes, it's like uh, you can find anything of any genre, and it'll fuck you up because you you'll go into like. There's this uh, this chain Disc Union that has like eight stores on the same block and they're all different genres. Mm-hmm. And you go into the jazz one and it's like every jazz record from e- every artist. And then you go in the rap one and there's like every rap record from every artist. And it's like for every genre it's that way. Uh, and there's like in, in Tokyo alone, there's probably like, like 30, 40 record stores. Damn. Like they, mm-hmm. they love, love records. But... Uh, it's that it's that like like that way for every every subculture. Why are they so fucking cool? 
I saw him trying to fuck out. <laughs> Heard the fried chicken was great over there too. Right. Well, all all the all the food they just I, I feel like they care about their people more high key, uh, but <clears throat> I can believe that. Like the food in the convenience stores, like in the states, there's a a seventy seventy two hour uh, like cycle where mm-hmm. like food can be there for seventy two hours before yeah. they cycle it out. Mm-hmm. But there it's twelve. Damn. And there's Seven Elevens like everywhere in Japan. It's just a, like a thing. 7-Eleven's making like, big, big money in Japan. And the, the food there is, like, great because they cycle it out every 12 hours. So, like, the, the, the chicken's, like, fire. And that, I, I guarantee there's there's probably a lot of uh, shit that they have stricter regulations on because yeah. yeah. they care about their people more. Shout out to Tokyo. Okay, right? Yeah, right. Like, I need to get there. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you should definitely go. It's, it's, it's wild. And uh, they're, like, so, so nice to, to foreigners. Like, point me to the Gundams. Someone <laughs> just follow me. <laughs> right? It's like, yo, my paradise. <laughs> I want to live here. What's the anime titties? What's that? <laughs> Weed's, like, really illegal there, and if that if that wasn't oh, the case, I, I, I would move there. And I, and, now, I have heard that before. I heard they I've heard that about trip like over Dubai. the smallest. Yeah, if you get caught with weed as a foreigner, they can... Uh, ban you and deport you they they like they deport you and then they can like ban you i wonder what wiz does mm-hmm. probably somewhere got the boys paid yeah yeah you gotta he got fuck you money kinda yeah. like or is this i'll figure it out it probably they don't well does tokyo have a president or they call him something else <laughs> like ambassador emperor oh. some shit Dang, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. How I got into history. Or we don't know. No, I'm just saying. I'm gonna get it Some, somebody gonna look it up. Yeah, let me write it right into I'm, the podcast. I'm, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying. Let okay. us know. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. How does that shit work over there? Yeah, like, is it? See, you, that's how how uh spoiled how we are over here. Yeah. We don't know nobody's president. <laughs> I, <know>. I don't. <laughs> Everybody knows. I ours. wish I didn't know our shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Super facts. Yeah, think of, when I think of like places like like anything outside of us, I just first thing is food. That's why I want to go. Just food. I just want the food. Yeah, Japan's got the like like even the the like your run of the mill shitty ramen is is like the best shit ever. All the foods are great. It's so cool. You should you should go. You should really. Go. I will go. Can't can't stress enough. I will go. God damn, my glasses is foggy from the smoke. I'm pretty into the concept of just surviving it off of a vending machine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you get like whole pieces out. There. Japan got the vending machine game. Like, My homie was tripping because you could get a you could get a hot coffee or a cold coffee. You could get fucking eggs <laughs> in a vending machine. machine. Yeah, wow. he, he, he was bugged out. You could get an egg, like eggs. You, could, you buy could buy a sing, over you could buy a single too. egg. I think that's a like I think some some Westerners like made that up one time. Or there was there was like one vending machine that did it for like a little bit, but that's like, that's I don't know, not on every block I think I don't think it's that strange. Like if you have a vending machine for everything, then why not have one for pennies? You know what I'm saying? No, but there like so, you remember so, at the some, mall, some, like at, at the Macy's, they had the vending machine for the iPods and shit. They did. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And that's in America. What else? And it was it's like iPods. The, um, <laughs> what's the shit for the face? I forgot. Yeah, proactive. Oh, they yeah. Like a proactive <laughs> yeah. Vending oh, machine. yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I, remember, I remember seeing yeah. those and bugging out. Some wild shit. I didn't even know that was a vending machine until just now. I th- figured it was like a 
I photo booth. Like, <laughs> you like walk in there, like, hey, you should really, you should really order some proactive. I seen it at an airport. Like, yep. I forgot which city I was in. Though. I was just like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Okay, like, I just wanted some Mike and Ikes. But I guess proactive it is. Here's some Beats by Dre and some <laughs> some Yeezys. Yeah. <laughs> those, those, those vending machines don't guarantee that you're gonna get anything though. Oh, you know, <laughs> Ouch. So PJ, um, um, I got stoned and forgot to ask you like where you from and shit. So here we are. Um, <laughs> let's get into the origin. Where are you from? Of Panamera PJ. Yeah. Um. So yeah, where where are you born? I'm, I'm I'm from here. Me and Michael are actually from uh from the same neighborhood and went to the same school. We both grew up in this neighborhood called Damun off Skanker. Uh, and then my parents got divorced when I was a little kid, and my mom moved to U City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I grew up like off, off North and South. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been here. I was like uh, when I was a teenager, I was hell bent on leaving. And then I, when I was like twenty one, I got a job uh, running uh, Tower Classic Tattoo in the Grove. Mm. And I just like never, never left at that point. Once I was doing something like kind of cool, I was like, I, "This is this is fine." And I also, I I realized that I think uh, me and Michael both quickly realized that like you can do a lot more in a place like St. Louis, where uh, if we were in like New York or, or L.A. or Chicago, like we would have to have a lot more resources to yeah. uh, to do the kind of shit that we want to do. Mm-hmm. But in St. Louis, like you can't, you can't really just kind of, uh, like, get a bunch of people and everybody put put resources together and like make make something happen mm. uh, a lot cheaper than you could in a different city. That's a fact. Like, how how was like your own upbringing? Was it was it like really musical, or that was something you kind of found your way into? So my my dad is like an old. Uh, My dad's seventy two. Uh, my dad's an old hippie. Hmm. So I was raised with a uh, a lot of like like Grateful Dead and shit like that. But he was also really really uh, into a lot of blues music. So like, I would say it was probably like growing up, it was like fifty percent Grateful Dead, fifty percent like Robert Johnson mm. and shit like that. Uh, and then me and Franco started hanging out. I'd say. Uh, like in in my early early twenties, mm-hmm. uh, and we we really bonded over uh, being into a lot of a lot of hip hop. A lot of uh, we were both really really into Jay Dilla uh, mm-hmm. and Madlib. And, Who is uh, it? <laughs> and uh, yeah, real. <laughs> he uh, he really over the years has just taught me like a ton a ton a ton about music. That's dope. I like how you basically. Run the Grove. <laughs> That's where PJ is found, for I, sure. If he's not at the crib or, you know, with his, his lady, he's definitely 100% getting money on Manchester or like, Shoto. Like, so yeah, because you have the tattoo spot where you used to work there, and then you had Parlor, and you got Takashima. If y'all just open up, like, an event space, it's game over. Like, like, like what Gramophone, like, used to be, Man. it's y'all version. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Man, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made Franco sad, guys. I'm sorry. The sandwiches, man. The sandwiches. They, they are. They, they just the sandwiches. Good. Like damn. 
It's like, I understand. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but that y'all should open up some like so you can like throw like concerts and shit. And I and I and then you be the music director of that shit. <laughs> and then Hell yeah. Yeah, that'll be hey, it'll be game over. Now you might have a lot of rappers hitting you up in the city, which you probably don't mind. But then like Not at all. Yeah, uh huh. But then have people performing and shit. that yeah. You guys will complete the fucking. Uh, you've collected all the Pokemon at that point. <laughs> well, actually, actually, uh, I think for for Record Store Day, uh, unannounced at this point, but probably announced by the time this comes out. Uh, <laughs> for Record Store Day, we're gonna be doing. Uh, we're gonna have a stage, or not a. We're gonna ha- have DJs at Takashima, and then we're also gonna have uh, some DJs and possibly some rappers at uh, Soul Taco next door. Ooh. Okay, okay. Shout out David Choi. Yes, <laughs> yeah, sounds dope. Man, damn, I'm That's fucking nice stoned. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm on lemonade right now. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> we need to take a smoke break, man. <laughs> I need, I need to collect myself. Never, yeah, smoking ain't never break low key. Break smoke. I tried to That sounds like a total amateur. So we don't, yeah, we don't do that. I really want to listen to the Band of Gypsies now. Um, Yo. I'm very uh, you have intrigued. To. Just like, so every song is like long as fuck. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, no, you got to listen to that. Every, like from the fir- the first song it, called Who Knows is just. So good, but it, the the famous one off of there is Machine Gun. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it's boy. like twelve minutes long, and it's Ooh. crazy. Mm. Um, twelve minutes, best twelve minutes ever. For real, for real. <laughs> uh, we ended up talking about um, Jimi Hendrix because of the shady record deal business that Meg Thee Stallion was going through. Yeah, and mm. then Franco was just like, you know what? Some good can come from this shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe she go like, like a Band of Gypsies record or something to get out of her contract. <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be so. You're gonna be a whole different artist. I mean, Frank I Ocean pulled. Frank like Ocean pulled the the fuck you get me out of my contract album release already. He, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he built us. Yeah, Marvin he built Gaye us did it too. Yeah, Marvin Gaye did it too with "Here My Dear." Who who else did, uh, didn't Tupac do? He made it? that album for his like wife, for like divorce money or something, right? 
Didn't Tupac do like a, so. a double or triple album to get out of a deal? We see that so often. I don't know if he did. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know All Eyes on Me was a double album, and I think mm-hmm. Seven Day Theory was a double album too. I think that no, counts. I, I think that counts it like a single it, album. If you're if you're in a if you're in a contract, a double album does count as two albums in a record deal. Uh, people, oh, that's why people think. always got a theory about Drake. <laughs> that's why people thought, oh, is he out of his cash money deal now? Maybe this is the album where he's out of his cash money. Every album Damn, he's getting out he? of his cash. Yeah, ever since, leave. if you're reading this, people have been like, "Oh, he put." If you're reading this, is out to get so out that views could be independent. But no, it was on Cash Money. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I remember people talking about that. Damn, did he sign a crazy contract too? Or? I mean, he just that he was the, that was Pusha's hurt. original ammo. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And the original Exodus joint. Yeah. He was signed a, a dude who signed a, a dude. Signed to a dude. Signed to a dude. You know what I'm saying? It was true. <laughs> That's the sad part. Yeah. Like, you have a lot of people in your pocket, but then you're like the biggest rapper in the world. Yeah, so. I mean, even if you signed to three people, like he still get more money than Pusha was off of rap at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, probably, maybe. I don't know. No, Pusher probably has a good deal with Kanye, or did have a good deal with Kanye. I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> He's got the McDonald deal. Oh, yeah, I forgot he wrote. Yeah, um, I'm loving it. That's Pusher. He wrote, he wrote oh, for somebody yeah, else, Arby's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got the meats. That's him. That's bread. Oh, yeah. I forget about the McDonald's deal. Yeah. I didn't know he was getting residuals off of that. Man, just sitting back, checking wow. his bank account. So that's why the disc records are so far. Yeah. He's not worried about shit. He, he like, getting it. Big not worried. He's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. That's awesome. Shout out to Pusha. He's oh. like, I, I can just put this records out for the next like four years and people will be okay with that. I would. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Me too. I'm like, damn, I thought I was a. He's asshole. like, I am a master of whatever subject matter I choose. I've just chosen like exclusively cocaine. <laughs> but I'm the master of it. You know what I'm saying? I never get tired of him rapping about it. <laughs> no. Wow! Never. He, just, it, it, he sounds so mean. <laughs> he sounds like he means it, like he he did it. If it ever comes a day where he's not talking about cocaine, that's the day I stop listening to Pusha T. I don't. He's amazing to me. I can't believe Kanye got him and his his brother back together on a <laughs> on the uh, new on Jesus music. I never heard it. Isn't that yeah. what the, what did yeah. No Malice to rap about? Jesus. I yeah, they songs. were definitely yeah. rapping about the Lord. Oh, okay. And then Pusha came in and rapped about, you know, the Lord. Couple. Definitely not rapping about <laughs> anything that's not about the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's definitely all that, everything about That is it. his whole it's like Ron, like his scheme is something of like angels and He's the Elron Hubbard of the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard someone say he was overrated and that really hurt my feelings, kinda. Cause He's a specialist. I just don't understand. I feel like that's a dangerous thing to say about anybody. Because it can really yep. hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, like, overrated. Because <laughs> if you really like somebody and somebody's like, oh, man, that person's over... Like, who who are you to say? That's, you like them too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what, that person's meaningful to you? I got to stop saying people are overrated. It might be hurting people's feelings. I've been I've been trying to be, like, like with the, with the space and curating different people's vibes. I've been trying to be really nice. 
Like, we, give me an example. Because I just think it, it's it's dangerous. Like again, like I, I think if you if you shit on somebody's music taste or like an artist, and it's some shit that like you never you never know what somebody like like some something that makes somebody really happy. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, man, X Y Z yada yada, like that shit sucks or that shit's fake or like. Damn. Like when cats are like, oh, that's not real rap, or like that's not oh, that's not that's not X Y Z. I can't stand the real rap one because it's always some some kind of like low key uh, racist shit where like <laughs> white people that don't want to hear hip hop that isn't like quote unquote safe will be like, like you know, I like real rap music like X Y Z, J Cole, yada yada yada, like stuff mm-hmm. that that's like. Uh, like, well, stuff that's like accessible to them and like they can hear the content and not be like off put by. Yeah. But yeah. I think that that like that whole putting it in the con in the in the the context of like real hip hop or real rap and it's just kinda like a way to, to diminish like Sometimes it's it can be like you know, I would let my kid listen to Eminem, but <laughs> shut the fuck <laughs> up. Well and I, I I think when you get when you get down to the fact that like Cats, I, I'm calling cat, him overrated. I'm sorry. Cat, no, cat, yeah. Cats like Jay Kohler in the studio listening to at this Young point Thug. In time. and and, yeah. and even ended up like years. Young Thug, uh, Jay Cole executive produced Young Thug's record. Yep. That I think once once you think about it, like you zoom out and be like, okay, it's just, it's not that serious, and it's, it's just music. It, it's music, and you should appreciate yeah, all music. all of it, music. and at, at least not like uh, except Eminem's. When, when <laughs> I, except, yeah, no, except for Eminem's last many. Yeah, albums. I mean Eminem's definitely like a, an exception. He had I a run it. though, man. I have a he theory. Did. He had a run. I've never seen this coming. I have a theory about Eminem. <laughs> um, it's it's not really a theory. It's a fact. He's the worst rapper alive. Like yeah, so I'm not expecting him to like me once we meet. So. No, that's 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 a fair analysis. Uh, I'd say of the situation. I I don't know if that was always true though. No, no, no first yeah. three albums legendary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, but he's the worst rapper. But at this point in time, right I, I, I said alive, yeah. alive, <laughs> not all time. No, I don't know if he's. The, I I think so. That, there may I, be some dead rappers that are worse than him. At this point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but everyone else, he's he's the worst one breathing. There's definitely <laughs> the worst well, rapper. I mean, he's he's in the list of worst rappers. I would say that. He's Unfortunately, <laughs> like if you lose anything to Machine Gun Kelly, it's over. So Man. I wonder, like, how does that 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 brings up like an interesting like just ranking question in general? Like, if somebody's really great in their prime and then mm-hmm. they like kind of fall off at the end of their career, like how how hard do you tank them? Like, maybe I, is, I, is it like well, Eminem's been like hanging on to the shit. But, been but terrible I, I for tanked them pretty far because I he did my it. personals are always. Gone, I always gone by discography. For sure. So, like, for example, I love Ghostface Killer's discography. I like Scarface's discography. So that's why yep. they're, like, in my, like, personal, like, top ten, like, all time. But then you have, like, for example, Nas is a good example where it's just, like, he has, like, classics, like, sprinkled in. Yeah. But there's a lot of bad yeah, albums. For and sure. it's just, like, okay, that's why I was, like, you're not Jay. So that's right. like that 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 debate doesn't but exist so, to me. But so I guess my question is uh let's like how many misses in a row does Jay get before he's not the goat anymore? I mean, do you know I, at the like today? Today. So Jay keeps rapping for the next 10 years. Right. Puts out an album every 2 years, 3 years. They're all fucking garbage. You think mm-hmm. two? I don't think that's yeah. what would happen. 
this is not me saying anything about Jay Z. So, but how many misses, like, we're, we're How many times does Jay, Jay like Jay is like Michael Jordan? If we're making the comparison, you know what right. I'm saying. What if Michael Jordan came back on the Wizards and like averaged like six points a game and like stayed him. for like five years? Mm-hmm. Just cause. does that? What does that do? It, that drops. We've him. seen that. Like I, in my in my world, I'm not biased like that. Like, yeah, like because I like if something's whack and, and Jay of all people put out. Three Eminem like projects in a row and expect them to still, well, they will sell. But like. Yeah, because Eminem will sell. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For real. I, I, I would you can't even use the numbers like, okay, anymore. Like, yeah. You have to just be That's honest the about the music about at that point. I'll just be on Twitter crying about it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had this You know, man, <laughs> I want the whole Kanye like yeah. type shit, you know? No, I think we can all agree Eminem is so far past the line at this point. That, yeah, like, like he's. It's, he's it's, it's ruined. The it's, theory is he's the worst rapper alive. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to put it. It is. Yeah. It's ruined. Like he he has literally he yells. He's like a motivational rapper. There's like a novelty to other bad like traditional bad rappers, mm-hmm. but there's not even a novelty to him anymore. It's like just he's just like trying to set world records now. Yeah. Like he has no point to still be rapping. He's like I did rap guy, but now I'm gonna do a song. Called Godzilla and I'm gonna rap faster than yeah. It's just like all right, is that what that is? Great. Yes. Um. Oh, didn't listen. He, he said. <laughs> once I he just said, saw the post about him breaking his world record. I'm like, oh damn! I didn't even see that. This is and he's like, and I'm gonna put Juice World on it because you know we were really cool. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Come on, bro. Like, I doubt it. This dude said. This dude said. <laughs> that booty's heavy duty like diarrhea. That's when I knew it was over. It's over. Like he is a It's sad, man. Uh, it, you hate to see it. It's like remember, yeah. I, I'm a huge boxing fan, and I hated seeing Roy Jones Jr. get knocked out repeatedly. Oh. It is just like yeah. stop fighting. Right, right. It's over. He looking for that glory. Eminem, you have Royce. Let him do the rapping. <laughs> like you just <laughs> let's yeah, have just pay for the pay for the content to be created yeah. at this yeah. point. Take your money. Thank you for what you, you put the Griselda don't, album. Don't out. perform like, at the Oscars in twenty twenty. I forgot oh. that happened. <laughs> that <What>? fucking <laughs> terrible. On, uh, on the seventeenth anniversary of when he won an Oscar for it. This is the nightmare of like if Limp Biscuit kept making music. That's what the Eminem feeling is happening right now. You imagine Fred Durst performing at the VMAs or some shit. No one gives a fuck. Like we don't. We don't want to hear. Oh, Break Stuff is a pretty decent track, but like. No, but we don't want to hear what he put out last year. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear what Eminem has done for the last many years, but. You know, if let's somebody, call spade a spade. It's been somebody, a decade. If somebody, let's, let's it, keep it real. at least a decade, yeah, more man, than that, yeah, multiple. It's been at up. least like 14, 15, 16 years since a good album. Yeah, Eminem Damn. show. I, 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 yeah, I would say yeah. Eminem show is the last one that gets a pass. That's facts. That was in '03. Yeah, seventeen years. So seventeen. Damn, and they still it, talking se- about him. <laughs> That's what like how 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 do we let this ride? Is it like he has a rabid fan base? It's like as soon as Fifty Cent came out, Eminem never made a good album again. Wow, (laughs) there might be a theory to that. Let's call Rock on Knuckles and figure it out. Right, I fucking love Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) 
that is true, true though. But it's true. Like Fifty yeah. came out and it's just like he had is that. The, that does Doctor Dre good just was does Doctor Dre just like hold some kind of thing that he can give to one person at a time? Yeah, is that what is <laughs> that what he multiple, is? Multiple, just people. one person at a time. It's a goblet. Nobody can hold it twice. And then, like, who took it away from him so he couldn't put out detox? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, who did he give it to? And they were just like, <laughs> they, did the, they did the dash. What? It's kind of old. It's not over for Dre. Kanye. But, like, I knew we were in sad times when they had the I Need a Doctor video. And he had the arm. He had the arms of Jack. He looked combat. He looked like uh, that Saturday Night Live skit where they were doing uh, "Pump You Up" with the gray sweatsuits on. <laughs> he literally was wearing that same gray long sleeve <laughs> shirt for some years, and he looked like Hans and Franz. And it was, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" He's bringing Dr. Dre back from the dead <laughs> to rap one verse that Eminem <laughs> clearly wrote. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, at, that, at that point, that's I was the like, worst part. Like he's like, yeah, no, bro, that, he might as well have him. And this is when, by the time Eminem was doing Rihanna songs, so he was a big trash. <laughs> the way you lie, shit. I was so yeah. hurt that that was so big. That was a huge hit song. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Then, like they made Dude. the 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 monster song, yeah. uh, and something about fire. It was oh, all the, these, oh, these the dragon song with Nicki. <laughs> It was, it was Bro, all what happened like he just started making these seventh grade pep rally tracks like that nobody wants to hear and then have some guy just with some airwalks on tell me why he's the greatest rapper to ever exist and it's just a very it's just, it's very, it insults my intelligence and I don't like it y'all remember when we put that song out with Beyonce oh that was on uh that was on the second that was on the uh the revival album it was like I, it was yeah it was the one with no drums on it yeah he was like theatrical that was a badly mixed <laughs> album too it's very bad yeah that he, he had that freestyle that in that song. garage boogie- <laughs> 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 I forgot about that yeah he fucked up boogie verse man and the Griselda album well nah, he didn't fuck the album up but it, it, the, he was on that <laughs> every time I hear him rap like why couldn't Royce be on here like that's it's safe to say that uh, we'll never meet Eminem in any form, <laughs> shape, or right, capacity. I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. That's one. Well, Eminem's one of our favorite things to joke about at the record bar. Actually, <laughs> I'm not joking. No, 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 no. Because no, because we have we have copies of the the first few good albums. The three, the three. But they're on the big wall, behind mm-hmm. the bar. Okay. Mm. So they're not in the booth for easy access. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the only way they're they're it's under control. They're not getting played. <laughs> you know what I'm Can I hear Kim? I wanna hear Kim. <laughs> and not no. If somebody asked me that was like like a big deal artist, I would probably I would probably bring them down. Don't don't play Kim. Yeah, it would have to That's be a crazy song. I I would that you could I don't know. I'm saying man. if if Roy if Roy airs <laughs> if Roy airs Lonnie Liston fun. Smith pulls up to Takashima and he's like I need that Slim Shady LP. <laughs> be like, I know you got it. Bad. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I got he's like give me the Marshall five. Mathers LP. I need to play Kill You right now. <laughs> Damn. The way he says you don't want to fuck with Shady because he'll fucking kill you. In the he's like, do you hear that guitar? <laughs> It <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I think the Chronic 2001 instrumentals are in the booth. 
Ooh, yeah. nice. But that, I mean, that's different. That's way different that's than Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> but you could remind somebody great. Eminem safely. I have to be like a closed session. <laughs> it doesn't even have to happen. <laughs> Just keep them up there. It's like, what are we trying to do? Put Takashima out of business? Don't you dare play yeah. <laughs> those records. I'll give. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. It ain't happening tonight. Now our Benny's here. <laughs> Matter of fact, someone get what? What does Lonnie Listen Smith play? Um, he plays piano, like right, electric piano or something yeah, like that. He play, He plays piano. Okay, I'm getting them confused with somebody else too. But so there's also Dr. Lonnie Smith, <laughs> who's a different organ player. They're two different people. Wow. Lonnie Liston Smith and Dr. Lonnie Smith. There's a lot of Smiths. I wonder if he got his permission for that. like To have the same name? Yeah, but like, that's his government for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're just two <laughs> prolific, great that? jazz musicians that happen to play keys. Let them have like a Karate Kid style tournament for the name. And I think that'd be pretty dope. That'd be good. Like, have other just jazz musicians in the tournament. They're both hella old now, too. And then... <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just right. gonna settle it once and for all. They ain't tripping. You know what? They really not. That's why. That's why <laughs> jazz is cool. He said they ain't tripping. No, that's real. They they really not, man. What's Lonnie Liston Smith doing right now? He's probably doing the same shit we're doing. So probably big chilling. He just DJed at this bar uh, in LA called Goldline Records, which is one of the only other uh, Japanese record bars in the states. <clears throat> But they just had him DJ there. That's dope. I'm trying to get all the old jazz cats for real. You That's will. The goal. I didn't think we was about to get an answer to that question. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's out, he's out here playing That's his music. I, I, follow, I follow Hubert Laws on uh, Instagram, and he doesn't have that many followers. I'm trying to, like, make him my friend. I bought a, 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 a test press of one of his records, and I like, tag, I, like, posted it and tagged him. But he didn't hit me up. He didn't, did he see he it? He seen it. I, I hope so. I hope, I hope so. I like I like using Instagram. I like using Instagram to it's just come. try to befriend people that are like way outside uh, outside of people that I could really obtain. Right. I, I think Smart. it's very effective. Sometimes it works. Sometimes you like like if it's like a medium big artist and you hit them up, mm-hmm. they might be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I just like Trackstar. It was like shit. Yeah, he he. I actually I hit matter of fact I hit Marty for uh, Trackstar's information. Mar- Marty got him, the plug. Trying to get him to yeah. DJ. He got, a, he got him here show. last night. So right. <laughs> Marty is that Marty good? Shout, shout out Marty. Yeah, everything we do on Tree Villa, like guest wise, the big episodes, that's all Marty. Shout, like, out, shout out Marty. The right. that, that he. Yeah. What is the fucking Marty right. Day happening? I don't want a Yo Gotti Day. I want no, a Marty no, Day. We, we should make a Marty Day happen. Like I said, he was the reason I got. Uh, how I got Nico Marie at Takashima. The Marty Connects, the Marty right? Connect. Shout out, I mean, just like... like Marty, shout, we shout love out you. Friends. Yeah, shout you out Marty. Big Marty love. How'd you get into DJing, PJ? Oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've just been a... No, oh, that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, that uh, I, I've just been a record head for like a long time. I've been buying records since I was probably like 15. Uh, and... I like wanted to to DJ and like make beats for a long time, and I got into digging just to kind of like find the best samples. 
and then I think I got more into like digging just to to dig for for records and like find find records. And I think now at, at this point as a DJ, I just kind of like like sharing music that I really like really enjoy. Uh, and Takashima is a cool chance to like play a lot of stuff that I couldn't really play like out in a lot of settings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I got into DJing just from like a. Uh, from from having a ton of records and then having uh, friends that were like bar managers, mm-hmm. and then being like, "Hey, like like so so and so bailed on this gig or like like whatever, like can you can you come?" Mm-hmm. And uh, after like a bunch of friends that were bar managers like berating me to DJ because I had a bunch of records, eventually I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, like I'll I'll, I'll play out." Uh, and then it kind of it kind of changes it like once a. Uh, like collecting records and playing records for yourself as opposed to like like playing them out in a space is, is way way different especially when um you have to cater to like modern bars that mm. only want to hear like what just She's came out video. which in with especially when you you're playing only records like it, it's hard that like uh figure there's a new like three or four rap albums like every fucking week and like that that shit won't get pressed to records for for like six to eight months uh so as a vinyl dj it's it's interesting to 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 play in those settings so it's cool to have a setting like takashima where you can play some fucking Jimi hendrix band of gypsies and have it like hit crazy hard Mm -hmm. and have people come up and be like damn like this this album's actually like crazy crazy meaningful to Mm me and it's cool because you never know what uh will be really meaningful to people and figure like all all different types of people like all different shit and people will blow your mind that you'll like you'll be playing some shit that you'll you'll think nobody knows about and then somebody who's completely different than you will come up and be like <laughs> oh shit like this is my fucking this is my shit that's the best thing because i like bonding over music yeah, yeah no really it, it, it's important meeting people through music it, it just feels really good because like it's, it's not just listening to like your experience experiencing what's like being played and shit and I don't know like like I said I was in there the, the one Friday night and I forgot what was being played but it was people were like in the like the booth I think I, I was in the table like out in the open and shit and the booth was like to my left yeah mm-hmm. my left and I forgot what came oh it's Pharrell number one and then they're dancing. I'm dancing, pointing at them. Like, I don't even know who they are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just a group of people who came to, like, kick it. And Music would do it. Right. It's just, like, everybody's having a good time. Except, well, I am, too. I'm hungry at the time. But, like, <laughs> it, it's like, I'm still, I'm having fun. You know I got what I'm you next time. I, I, I promise. Man, I was, like, me, me and, uh, it was Ken. Yeah, Ken yeah, yeah. Maya. We was all, like, yo, let's get something to eat. And she told us, like, <laughs> or a Stone Cold Steve Austin, eh, eh, ain't gonna happen like that type of shit. No, Chris makes truly beautiful food though. You gotta, you gotta come back. Yeah, he, oh. he, he absolutely crushes it. You not have to sell that to me, PJ. You yeah, know, you, you know, I was coming back regardless, regardless. And then it's like, hey, where's Maggot Brain? Franco, stop. We're going on now, now, now we got it. <laughs> and tr- truly, we we want to express all the time that we we don't have. Uh, 
we're not the coolest and we don't have the best the, the best end all be all stuff so if there's some something that somebody's like hey fuck y'all you ain't got this record like <laughs> just just come and share that shit with us and don't don't be a don't be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i bet y'all don't but, have this shit but don't don't bring it and just be like put this on right now <laughs> <laughs> put this on, you know what i'm yeah, saying no, be, our like, friend, be, our, be our yeah, be our friend be our friend for sure let's just have a conversation <laughs> yeah like, no. oh you don't have this no, Check the, it out. This, this some fire shit you should get. Yeah, no. Now I want to find something so I can bring it up there. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had like 16,000. I would like literally want to like contribute like a vinyl that you guys don't have man, to you. Man, man, man please. Like, we, 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 I think we, I got a crate at the crib. We really just want to, we want to share and, and educate uh, as much as we can. And then also like, like give, give people an avenue to, to do the same thing. And like I said before, like it's it's crazy meaningful to to me to get on to to be able to put on cats like Crucial and Agile One mm-hmm. and like like see them interact with the space and like see people interact with them coming up to them. Yeah, I think that's one of the best parts. Everybody get to see the DJ. Yeah, sweet. All right, so man, you guys got your hands and everything. Shout out the parlor. Um, yeah, it's a big shout out parlor. Like I I'm d- saying. I I think some something I've always thought about parlor open uh, till three a.m. Should big up until three a.m. I, I think I think as a as price, a the price went up as a as a as a uh, as a rap fan, uh, it's really cool to have places that are playing rap music really loud. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like uh, like the first time I went to Japan, I went like a couple days without hearing rap music really loud, and I went to a club that had it, and I was like, oh wait, I miss this. This is, this is some shit that's like been a part of my life for like a long time that I need and I think it's important to have places like that that you can go and hear like like some shit that just came out the like hella loud and yeah have a bunch of people like appreciating on the same level because I think that shit's that's important, I- I- important you know yeah. yeah extremely extremely important I was always like chill but not chill and I like that yeah, <laughs> like, it's just like it's kind of like it's a special. Place. Everybody knows yeah. about it, but not everybody knows about it. Yeah. So when I, I tell people like, "Hey, yeah, we're going to parlor afterwards," and they're like, "Where's that at?" I'm like, Grove. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever been there. And then they get in there and they're just like, like what? Away. I think yeah. the thing that keeps it like on the low is that there's not enough room to dance there. Yeah. That's so yeah, that's it it kind of like keeps people like they're drinking, uh, playing games, being social. Yeah, and enjoying the music, but it's not the main focus. So you can go crazy. Like you I can mean, play brand new shit because mm-hmm. people aren't super locked into like trying to dance to every downbeat and you know sweat and. Shout out to that pool table. You know I got some wall dances on that. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to that sturdy pool table, man. Like held it down. I, I love part. Hey, oh man, dancing. Say less. We'll make a way. Still gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, but it keeps it from turning into like that place that you go to like rage, rage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, I don't want you raging about it, arcades, man. That's not cool. Yeah. Mm. Like, you gonna, you're gonna spill some drinking shit yes. on something electronic. Y'all had the Simpsons in there, right? Or was it Turtles? Yeah. Yeah. No, they the got Simpsons both right of them. I think both. Don't they? Yeah. Those are the two greatest arcade games ever. Mm-hmm. Like, just hands down. Shout out to the Simpsons. They theories. Yeah, and the theories. <laughs> they they've had a picture they predicted coronavirus or something. Everything. Shit. 
Oh hell! It's it's all they predict everything. No, uh, it's that's just because they've they've created. It's like the internet. Like everything's already on the internet. Yeah. Like any Something's idea you've ever any idea you've ever had, there's like porn of it already on the internet. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> on the internet. Like somebody's doing it and filmed it. Nasty. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, the Simpsons have just been making crazy content for so long that. They be hitting on some coincidences. Though. Yeah, of course they're right. Yeah, run across some shit. That's a theory. Yeah, like these are scary times we're living in. Big scary. This times. internet shit is scary, man. <laughs> That's not. I'm. I'm just trying to hide and listen to records. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Smoke some tree. Yeah. Right. That cigar room, man. Start building it. Yeah. Get us the fuck out of here. Takashima 2.0 that's just a cigar room (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah and the walls are just covered in weed (laughs) 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 just shelves and it's like oh my god there's over 12,000 weeds here cataloged (laughs) (laughs) alphabetically we got the fire in the booth you know what I'm saying (laughs) for easy access and loud the sour (laughs) I feel like I didn't ask you like how everything like came together with Takashima uh so from from uh I think you just talked about the Tokyo trip, then I the seed was planted. Yeah, yeah. So from the first time we went to Tokyo and uh the the homie Kimmy, who has the hardcore label, uh took us to a bunch of bars and kinda of planted the seed and then uh we came back and uh got a group of people together and funded the whole thing. Uh, and then we went back uh a year ago to kind of do do more research and like kind of figure out exactly what we were trying to do. Uh, and then these two cats, Mitch and Ted, uh, did all the woodwork and made all the all the shelves, which are like crazy, crazy impressive. Like it's three sections of shelves mm-hmm. and like one of them figures probably holding like a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, like not bowing or like anything. It's sturdy. Amazing. But yeah, so my, myself and uh, my boss from the tattoo shop, Sean, um, got together with a, a bunch of the people who created Parlor and Mitch and uh, a handful of other people, and uh, made the made the space a reality. But uh, kind of when when it became a thing, me and Michael uh, were gonna put all our records in there, but we we realized that we kind of had to figure out a database like before we put all our stuff in there, so it didn't get like we didn't lose track of it. So I could get my shit back. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's on, on extended loan from the library of Michael Franco. But I, I guess that's a long-winded <laughs> answer. It's, 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 it's cool because it's, a, it's a, a lot of people working really hard in a lot of different avenues. That, like me and Michael, we're working really hard on the database, and then Mission Tech, we're working really hard on like building this space. Um, mm-hmm. And then Chris, the, the chef, uh, has a, a huge passion for Japanese cuisine and has been working really hard mm-hmm. his entire life at it. And then Ty, uh, the bar manager, is a certified like sake expert uh, internationally. So like, uh, and then Dan uh, Daniel Hayden uh, is um, my my partner in the the label, and he uh, he's been working for the the past uh, ten years uh, researching and archiving like St. Louis music. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of all of us together uh, really made a made a cool thing, in my opinion. And it, like like I was stressing before, it's 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 really like it's not not about us, but making a space that like people can come and enjoy music. And like I I think we were just really captivated 
by the idea of Japanese record bars, and it's it's such a cool thing to walk into a space and just have it be like crushed with records and like have a DJ playing stuff. Mm-hmm. Is a it's a it's a really really special vibe, and it, it it's a vibe that lends itself to like you you could you could take anybody from your mom to your grandma to like a date to like your boss and like impress them. Yeah, like I said, man, take them upstairs. It's game over. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> it's it's long. No, nah, I imagine it wasn't a hard sell, was it? Like to get the funding for it, because the idea was kind of different. No, it, it it was one of those things too that uh, from the strength of Parlor and all of uh, Sean as well uh, as the tattoo shop and Parlor uh, has a a book company called Scorpion Front Publishing that uh, mm-hmm. I do all the shipping for, and then uh, he has an apron company as well that I do all like the shipping and logistics for. Mm. Um, so kind of off the strength of all the other brands. Um, it was it was it wasn't wasn't hard. Uh, Makes sense. And the it reputation is, was solid. Yeah. It it is a it's a really really cool special concept, and I think it, it's something that uh, is in some other cities, uh, but isn't here, and is really really like a, a special thing that's necessary. No, were were you responsible for Screws Days? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's me and Michael. I'm okay. like a huge huge Texas rap fan. Uh, one one of our our good. Uh, friends and old roommates, Jesse, uh, is from Texas and kind of planted the seed of, of me getting really into screw. And, uh, since then I've like got a bunch of screw memorabilia and like tapes and stuff mm. and went down a hole. I go, I get, I go down whole rabbit holes of stuff. But yeah, so <laughs> me, me and Michael had screws days for a long time at parlor. But, yeah, basically uh, all 2019. Uh, but we, we have, we have put that on pause cause we've been busy with Takashima and we're going to revisit, but Takashima also has a, a tape deck as well. Uh, oh. So I think maybe in the future, uh, if we can bill it right. Uh, we it was a drunken idea one night. <laughs> Parlor was going really well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we were like a year a year into Parlor. And then, like, really drunk one night, DJing. <laughs> Just thinking about Screw. Because I, I used to end a this lot was, of... It was your idea. It was definitely my idea, because I was, I was ending my set... I wasn't even there. It, uh, yeah, I was. I was ending my sets at the end of the night by just like screwing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just slow playing down. it real slow and be like, "Get yeah. the fuck on out of here!" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, yeah, I, the that was back when the DJ booth was big enough for people to hang out at a parlor. <laughs> it used to be like three times the size of it. Um, and I was just like, "Damn, we should do a DJ Screws Day." On Tuesday, <laughs> we should do it every Tuesday. Call it Screws Day, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe every other Tuesday. Up until that point, though, like at our house, we probably listened to <laughs> so long. Like, there was there was a good like like any because <laughs> on, on on the Technics you can slow down everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so any any record we got, we were listening to it slowed down, and we would like slow. we would we would be buying records like two. To slow them down. Just to when slow. he so when he first started the Takashima Instagram account, oh, and yeah. even to this day, he still posts a lot of records playing. You know what I'm saying? And he'd maybe like if it was something he really liked, he would post a couple of story videos about it and write like, "Oh, you know, this record is really tight because this, that, and the third. But when he first started doing it, he still had his tables set to play everything really like slowed as slow mm-hmm. as they could. And it's not like so slow that it is like DJ Screw, but it's like it's noticeable if you're familiar with the music. Yeah. And somebody was like on his comments in Instagram, <laughs> like, like, "Hey man, I think game. I think something's going on with your turntable, yeah, buddy." Yeah, something's wrong with your turntable. 
<laughs> In my opinion, shit pounds tighter. But no, I'll be, be playing stuff fast now. Normal speed now, not fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fast. Normal. Normal speed. Man, what a culture. It's crazy how it, it's really influenced, like, all of modern rap. Like, DJ Screw changed modern rap, for sure. Yeah. I think they coming out with, like, a biopic or... Um, I'm worried, on the, man. On the Netflix, yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm worried, too. I, I'm, I'm interested because I know we'll find some new stuff out, but... there's all, It's always it's always that, that interesting thing of, like, when something that you love goes mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, part of you is, like, kind of bums, but then, like, the... the Adult part of me wants to be like, oh well, if more people are into it, then like that, it could pay that for cult- more that, actual cool shit. Yeah, yeah. that culture is gonna get more money. Like DJ Screws Estate is gonna get more money, and they're yeah. gonna have the ability to do cooler stuff. And it's not just about me being like, oh wait, like I don't, wa- I don't want the water. Down. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want a random person to like this. When in all reality, like if a random person likes it, you're keeping the the culture of it alive. I yeah. just want it to be true, like. Just give us it looked. It looked like it, it. Yeah, it looked like it was on some. It looked very dramatic. Lifetime ish. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would have been just satisfied with just a fire documentary. That would I just be. Yeah, to, that would I be just great. If it was like, like about him. It seems like it's gonna be a story about his. Community. They made it. They made it. Yeah, they made it about the 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 sides. But you know, it's all right. We gonna see. Big big shout out DJ that, Screw. We'll see what that for, soundtrack for talking real. about for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screwed up quick shout out to him. Man, I'm still hot as shit, man. Truly, <laughs> truly all everybody. all music from Texas too. Bad, yeah. Badu. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Dallas, yep. Who else was from Dallas that I could think of? I think it's I think it might just be her. I know some rappers like that was from there at one point in time. That was like Tom uh, Tom. Too hot to be thinking about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those questions you know the answer to, but it's way too many answers, so you can't think of none. <laughs> <laughs> the, ar- the argument question. Yeah. The argument question. The, the question that they pull out in the argument, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, you know fuck. the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know. What do you mean? When have I wore this shirt before? You know, know. (laughs) fucking vanilla ices from Dallas. Oh, that's what we were talking about for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. He just googled Dallas, Dallas, Texas rap. Yeah, for sure. sure. Ice, ice baby came up. up. I mean, fucking big lurch also from Dallas. Vanilla ice gave me ninja rap, so he's better than Eminem just off the strength. Yeah, he's still not okay though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that beat, that sample's crazy. Yeah, yep. ice, ice baby shit. That's for that time, like that period. For that, well, yeah, that, that sample was crazy. That's one of the coldest beats ever. Man, it's just a shame <laughs> that he was rapping on it. That that's the like if I, damn, I'm not gonna even say that. Well, I'll, I'll, since I'm here. Like I've seen since him we're live. here to say things. I've seen him live before, man. Vanilla, seen Vanilla Ice, Ice live before. Was Where? it going by Vanilla Ice or was it going by Rob? Whatever no, his name was. Vanilla Ice. Oh, he's going by Vanilla Ice, man. And like I said, uh, he had some. The middle of the show was a blur because I don't know what the fuck he was rapping and talking about. 
Then he actually <laughs> performed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was song. about to say that, that's the really the only treasure. And I was like, damn, he's really doing this right now. Like, go Ninja, go like he yeah, was, he was really that's doing crazy. like they're that's... gonna go fight Super Shredder now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fun fact, that was Kevin Nash from NWO. It comes from Super circle, Shredder. Man. Was Super Shredder? Yes. Wow. What? Yeah, that was Kevin Nash, man. <laughs> Big sexy. I myself here every day. Too sweet. No, <laughs> oh, man. I love wrestling. I just want y'all to know that. For um, sure. Wrestling introduced me to Jimi Hendrix. It's nothing. <laughs> I had it like a couple years where I was big tapped in. I think everybody was like that DX era was like. They, they were they, they were cracking. I was not. I was just a fan of The Rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was. That know, was it. I just kept it. Kept it 100. <laughs> what do you like? What do you think of like his life now? Are you proud of The Rock? Like, so my. So I'm happy for The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He's done all right for himself. So Absolutely. I had. I guess the best way I could describe my experience and the way I feel about The Rock is this: like I'm definitely happy for him, but. Some some years ago, I was I was on Twitter a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, but not that long ago is what I'm talking about. But I used to follow, like, a bunch of celebrities when I first got on Twitter, and then I kind of mm-hmm. stopped doing that and right. like, started following people I like, actually know and fuck with and then, like, funny accounts. Like, I started using Twitter the right way eventually. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on, like, with my people? And then just, like, what is the funniest shit I can possibly consume? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I used to follow The Rock. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 2010, 2011. And one day The Rock posted a picture of him. It was just like a, a Sunday. And I remember I was I was in Milwaukee to go see Kanye West. And I, I was got on Twitter and I, I looked at my friend who I was in Milwaukee with. And The Rock had just posted a picture of himself in front of a plate with pancakes stacked up like... 10 inches yeah. tall. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, wow. I was like, this is the content that we're getting. It's just pictures of The Rock like working out so that he can be Hercules when he made that movie. <laughs> and it's just like, this is the yes. largest. This isn't okay. Like, sometimes I see The Rock and he's like fully clothed and I'm like, all right, cool. What's up? And then sometimes he's wearing like that tank top, <laughs> his Under Armour brand shit, and it's just like torn to shreds. And it's like, how is... There's that much surface area on your body. You're the <laughs> largest human being I've ever seen. <laughs> and it, I just, like, I can't do it sometimes, bro. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> dead, he stopped bro. wrestling and got bigger, you know what I'm saying? Like, Didn't make sense to me to be in more movies I about being no, strong. The, the, you know how to be whack in life? It's just you get more buff. You are a buff guy that gets more buff. You are known for being hella fit and wearing like like the smallest or tight underwear. You know what I'm saying? And elbow pads and that's it. And you don't even wear the elbow pads for the full match. You know what I'm saying? All his movies are about him being buff. Yeah. (laughs) Like they wouldn't hear And he he wears the same outfits in all of them. He got that like long sleeve shirt with the buttons that aren't, you know what I'm saying? It gets dirty. And it's just like, <laughs> like, yeah, I did like Baller though. Baller, Baller was cool. And he had the same fit. See, I, I just, I couldn't. It, once I saw that stack of pancakes, like I could never, I could never get Everything. invested. I, I could never, 
because he was sitting. It wasn't just the pancakes, but it was like he was like doing like a, I'm an athlete or like I'm a, a weightlifter, like the scream picture where he's yeah. just like ah and like there's veins and he's like bald. You know what I'm saying? He's aggressive. And there's just like a crazy vein on his forehead and there's just like so many fucking pancakes. Damn. Pancakes. So he did. Like, he probably I can't do it, bro. Like. You could never be a sports agent. Like, look at these pancakes. I bet so many people <laughs> like that picture. I can't believe it. I know. They probably love that picture. It's probably oh, people yeah. who love Somebody was like, fuck yeah, cheat day. I feel you. <laughs> I Retweet. See. Smash the like button. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> like, all of Rock's pictures look like the term curls for the girls. So, I, I can't. I don't know, man. I, I refuse to call him by his government. Dwayne? Yeah. Ah. Nah, the Brock. You're the Rock. <laughs> You're the the Brahma bull. He made a post when the baby shouted him out on his album. Uh, and he was in the weight room. Wasn't he was he? in the weight room. Of course, you already know. If we gotta get buff, it, it had like hashtag big ass fucking muscles. <laughs> <laughs> what? I could just imagine this Hollywood agent like, okay, we're done. We're you know, he like it. stopped talking when they said his name and did the eyebrow, and it's just like, holy shit, is he gonna be the president in a few years? Like maybe. Hey, he could win it. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, he can win that shit. Like, I just have a stipulation if he does win that shit. I need the word jabroni to actually be an actual like, word. Like, in the dictionary type Rudy, shit. Rudy Pooh can Yes. Jabroni. Like, I love calling people jabroni because they don't know what the fuck it means. And a- I don't either. It's just, just in the Democratic primary debates, just like, it doesn't matter what <laughs> your name is. I just remember him in a... Uh, I think America's ready, though, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'll, I'll, I need The Rock and then Mankind as his vice we, president. And we would be... Straight. Whoa, Mick Foley. Yeah, I love Mick Foley, man. Like... He threw himself have, off a roof, I was man, like, 18. He'd be good to have <laughs> as a vice president, you know what I'm saying? Because you know he's going to survive any attacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's good to have in the cut. Oh, <laughs> I never got that deep off in the wrestling. Uh, you missed the... Uh, it's basically because, like, all I cared about was just titties and wrestling. They had some great wrestling video games was the thing that got me, like... Right. No, I played those, but real, I just yeah. never... It was just never my thing thing. Yeah. yeah. I just knew who like the big names was. I never knew everybody. Every Tuesday it was a fucking problem at school. Yeah, like, see, yo, I didn't watch it. I yeah. could only watch. Uh, I didn't have cable or anything, so I would watch the. They had on Channel Eleven. They had that recap show on like Saturdays. Yeah, yeah Saturday. Yep. I was like, damn. I used to watch that local wrestlers wrestling. out here. Wrestling in you ever Blooming- seen that shit? Bloomington. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was entertaining. <laughs> It looked like people from St. Anne wrestling in somebody's basement. People just ruined, that was it. It was like their, super late at night. Ruining their lives for no money on public yeah. access television. I was like, damn, this shit look real as fuck. Oh, man. Who knows? I got to stop smoking weed. Yeah. We talking about wrestling. We stopped smoking weed hours ago. Yeah, that's real. We, we have big having smoked weed for a minute. What's it up? <laughs> got a problem, man. No. It's probably really like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Has it been 15 minutes? Maybe. <laughs> so it's like an eternity then. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it just got deep. I didn't mean to get too deep. Can someone make me a ho- me as a hotep meme with the hat? <laughs> with the I'm eyes. <laughs> I appreciate it. I would really appreciate the- it. I've been making memes with the eyes. The eyes, the, the eyes the are shining. Eyes. Yeah. That, I love that shit. Terminator man. vision. <laughs> I feel this like my uh my 
my Hotep meme game is pretty serious in my photo album, man. Um, I just come across them. I have zero. I save them, and then I just pull them out and start laughing at them. Like, <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> the Thanos one is my favorite. Yeah. That was pretty good. I like that one. Anything Thanos is pretty funny. <laughs> pretty much. We need more Thanos. Yeah, I, I fuck with Thanos. I wouldn't be mad if he wanted to take me out. I would. Like, I would. Is is the way he explains it is pretty like oh he has an argument. D- like, Disney Plus point. needs to give us like a Thanos sitcom or something. Yeah, I would it. Whole move. And he just goes around just destroying universes, but Snip. giving different it's types just, of debates. No, nah, it's just like King of Queens. He's just like working for UPS. <laughs> and he's like this Thanos. And he's got just like a beautiful wife. And you're like, how did Thanos get this? You know what I'm saying? Yep. King but he's got Queens. a great he's got a great personality. <laughs> funny because I wondered that shit when I watched the show. I'm like, hold up. Yes. Man. That was the She's a, like, That was the whole point of the show. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you get Zach Morris's girlfriend? That's how they, that's how they got anybody to watch that show was so like, got me. we gotta figure this out <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah cause I remember is this a science fiction television show yes probably she was in the, she was in Scientology like crazy she's a real one and then she put out a documentary exposing show. it she has a whole st- uh, yeah. ongoing TV show and it's just exposing Scientology and shit and I was like, damn. Uh, That's dangerous. Uh, damn, we, hey, we gotta be careful talking about Scientology, bro. They'll, they'll come fuck with us. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Put a dead squirrel on my doorstep. They're just gonna uh, some stand up. Shit. Okay, you're, just gonna, you're just gonna walk outside the, outside the crib and meet somebody with a phone being like, why do you hate Scientology? <laughs> and she'll <gonna> be like, <laughs> and he'll probably like, have some like condescending name like Earl or some shit. Yeah. Like, look here. Ian. <laughs> yeah, Ian. <laughs> hey, Ian. Take like, your State Farm khakis and get the fuck off my property before I'll shoot you. And he'll probably not go. I'll probably end up on TMZ somehow. He's like, hey, the guy that talks about no, titties see, on his podcast. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, like, Scientology doesn't give a fuck about this dude, so he'll just die. They'll just, like, let you <laughs> kill him. Sacrifice. And, and then that's how they'll get you, yep. is you'll go to jail for killing this Scientologist dude that wouldn't leave you alone. I don't know. They I don't give a the, fuck. They're think, out here. They're they're next level. I think I did the world a favor by getting rid of a Scientologist person. Damn, though, for real, Chick Corea, Scientologist, jazz musician. That's too bad. Made some bops. That's there true. was a lot of Scientologists that made bops. Isaac Hayes, a Scientologist. Yeah. Wow, what? Chef? How dare you? Bro, that's why they killed Chef. Is mm. that they did a Scientology gig gag, yeah, and he it, was it, like, it, it "Nah, bro, out. I'm yeah. a Scientologist. What the fuck?" And they were like, "All right, we're gonna kill you like a motherfucker. You're fired," or he quit or something, and they they big marked him in the next episode. I mean, they just did what any normal human being would do. Yeah, and you, know, just, you know, just wow, make fun of Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> 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 so it was come on, chef, climb aboard, get with the times, man. Oh, poor chef. R.P. to Isaac. John Travolta's a Scientologist. Damn, yeah. I just looked up a lot. Can I just take this moment to to ask everybody to Google John Travolta lace front for me sometime and just check out this Didn't he do that for a movie with the glasses and shit? Nah, man. He did that for his life. Lace front. He's been wearing wigs for years. I'm, I'm waiting till I get home. I don't. I spent many, like, high moments, like, staring at this. (laughs) Or you could also just Google John Travolta hairline. Hairline, okay. You know what I'm saying, but is it like ever changing? Yeah, there's different. I think different I have ones. seen there's a post like ones. that. He's got, he, like twelve different hairlines. He's out here. Oh, uh, I, I spelled. There was one time he was looking like Carlos Boozer. Wow. <laughs> spray, spray painted on. Almost, almost. Line. It look, it wasn't as shiny as Carlos Boozer. Damn. That was ridiculous. 
Is uh, Will yeah. Smith a secret Scientologist? Big secret Scientologist yeah. is that they're I heard that before too. They're like friends with Scientologists. So I wonder if he gets his own cloak or something for being the secret Scientologist. Though they just Don't keep wear. somehow getting him roles in TV shows and movies at this point. I wonder if they they play his song Switch every time he comes in. Oh, you talking about Will Smith? Yeah. I thought we were still talking about John Travolta. I have a bunch of his hairlines on my phone, <laughs> and I'm just when you zoom me. in, when you zoom in, you can see some crazy shit. <laughs> and that zoom in changed everything. It really yeah. did. Yeah, it fucked up. Oh, John, he's bald here. Damn, Bex a Scientologist. Wow, <laughs> he got the list. I, 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 don't to, I can't say anything bad about John Travolta, really. I mean, he was the reason why I seen Holly Berry's titties the first time. Mm-hmm. So That's real. Shout out to Swordfish. Damn, yeah, Stanley Clark is a, is a great, great... Uh, That's probably, like, the best setting that we've man. seen those titties in, like, you know, the most... Yeah. 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 I wouldn't feel it. Most the the best, most comfortable, yeah, most best way to much. enjoy the titties. And I was yeah. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was surprising. I was like, Sorry. finally, I've waited yes. a long time for this. Very, very long time. Since Boomerang. I'm like, okay, I need to see what that be like. Shout out to Day Day. I fast forwarded right to that part. Yeah, I know. I like my dad was like, Why are you renting this? Don't worry about it. It's for <laughs> shut me. Up, shut up, Dad. <laughs> I like John Travolta. Okay. <laughs> right. Don't you see, see you see his hairline? It's impeccable. Yeah. Like You don't like John Dad? <laughs> <laughs> he made face off, damn it. Face off. Yeah. Facts. But I hate Nicolas Cage though, so I guess I, that's the Cage trade. I, I agree. Sure. Hey, but he'd be having some hilarious moments, unintentional, hilarious moments. I can see that. Cause I don't, I don't really like him either. He's but terrible. I have no opinion. I sometimes it's entertaining. Yeah. He's he's all the way out of here to the point where like if you stoned, it's just funny. It's not even like this is not yeah. a good movie, but this motherfucker's overboard. Him and Owen Wilson it kinda remind me of, like the same type of humans. Like every time I see Owen Wilson, like, damn, he has a schnoz. Like <laughs> his shit just got big busted. Like, I was like, why is his nose so big? Like, and then he says wow in every movie. It's Pretty funny though. Wow. Wow. Like, and then That's some, how he says it. Sometimes, yeah, he says it just like that. And then he always smashing like this pretty ass girl in the movie somehow. Yeah. And, and I'm not even mad at that because it probably happens that way in real life for him. It's always, <laughs> it's always that guy that you're just like, why does this dude look like a Peanuts character? But he has all the baddest. He's winning. Baddest shorties. I don't hate on him. I actually congratulate him. So. It just makes me question, like, huh? I thought I just had to get buff like The Rock to. Don't don't do that, man. So, I will never. Sometimes you can look like he's a got Peanuts all character. the buff. He's got enough buff for everyone. Like, I don't understand why people get swole. Like, this is like I don't understand. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> like, being buff is whack because you have like, all right, for example. Instagram women want asses, so they buy asses. No one's buying buffness. No one would buy buff. Like like ab inserts. Yeah. Surgery. And they some people try that shit or are doing it now. Yeah. And it just yeah. You gonna look like one of those martial arts dolls with the dude with the flat top, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no arms. <laughs> yeah. Street fighter. Yeah. Like Paul from Tekken. Say, like, hey man, why do you wanna be buff, man? <laughs> You want to be buff, 
listening to Yellow Bro, because like, it's like, my, like, <laughs> so it's like what, what's your problem, man? My, when I was in, in middle school, my dad had a Jeep Wrangler because he thought that shit was tight and he could go <laughs> off, you know what I'm saying? He could go off road. And he got the big, the big tires. And they were set out wide. You know what I'm saying? He got the extra yeah. lights. Okay. Bruh did not need all that. He wasn't going off road. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to work. What are you? What? Why? Why are? Why are you so strong? Why are you work out so much? Why are you so? I don't get it. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like, why are you guys allergic to sleeves? Like, that's the crazy part. They're the not even just. Aller- it's the sides of the shirt. Yeah. I like, can't even have a seam on my shirt. The whole thing got to be gone. Like what? I don't. I That's don't. the one. And they all have shitty tattoos too, like all of them. Like, all right, man, I, I get the tribal Goldberg tattoo, man. Okay, <laughs> like we get it, man. You're a warrior. I understand. <laughs> like, like you're buff. You're a warrior. You can possibly clean fish and wrestle a grizzly bear. Great. Like, I just seen some dude just bench pressing 400 pounds. I'm just like, for what? What are you doing? Like, a zombie can still fucking kill you. It doesn't matter. Like, your buffness has just went to waste. You just spent yeah, bro. hundreds of dollars. Now it's just uncomfortable for you to sit down in any public place. Right. You I know don't what I'm forever. I, I really do not. I discriminate against buff people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just look past them. I'm just like, nope. Like, Sad, sad. You see a woman with a buff girl, I'm like, oh god, she drinks Natty Light. Who cares? Like, <laughs> sorry to anybody that drinks Natty Lights. We all been there. We've, we've been down before, <laughs> but we all risen like a phoenix from the ashes. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that took a turn for the worse. Happens. Paul. Or. Panamera Paul, Fettuccine Mike, Big Alfredo. Big Alfredo, you feel me? Thank you guys for coming in. Got the carbonara. And we. we I, I really don't. I, we got to end this on a positive note. I had a lot of negative vibes on the second half. Of this. <laughs> like Eminem just is out of here. Buff people. Um, Scientology. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I'm not apologizing for that. Fuck no, that shit. Man. Shout out, well, don't shout out to Dead End if you ever <laughs> come on my property <laughs> with your stupid Seinfeld jeans. I'm slapping the shit out of you. Um, damn. Damn. That's negative. I'm sorry. Paul, yeah, thank yeah. you for Takashima. That's how it is. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. You have a lot of jobs. You you literally work. You're basically, are you Jamaican? Jamaican? I'm call you Jamaican Paul now. Uh, Every Jamaican, like my, my cousin... Well, that has like some in-laws they from there. They have literally like, if I had just a speck of like the work ethic they have. I've I've heard my homie Nerd's dad is uh, from Jamaica, and he said he his dad was like a doorman for like fucking sixty years. Damn. And just like let's like worked his worked his ass off like. He's for, like yeah for uh, here. For, yeah. Damn. I wonder what they just gave him when he retired. Like, I hope they did something really, like, cool. Make him a statue or some shit. They just held the door for him. And he probably shed a single tear. Damn, I never thought of... I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know this thing could open up without me.
polite coolery.